did you make any resolutions for 2024? Absolutely not, but I did stay up until midnight. Did you really? Yes, I did. This is Almost Prepared, the podcast where you'll laugh, you'll learn, and get through life one day at a time with Jamie and Victoria. Remember a couple years ago when we tried to do the three, two, one New Year's countdown on the show? Yes. And it was oh terrible. My God. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I'm just going to say Happy New Year. Happy 2024 to you. Happy New Year. This is our first show back. I didn't think we'd be back this early, to be honest. I, I was Dude, hoping for that... a little bit of a longer break. <laughs> Did you think I would stay in Ontario for just a month? Every time that you go away, I expect <laughs> you to be gone for at least a month or two. So I was like, yeah. cool, we don't start until February. I am totally <laughs> fine with that. You know what, though? I think we need to be back and doing this because January is such a blah month and it's the longest mm-hmm. month ever that we need to do something. And the people need a podcast to listen to. This is true. We have to entertain our six yeah. fans out there. So thank you. Okay, we got a lot to talk about because it's been a few weeks since we did um, our last show. I want you to describe the holiday season for you in three words. Oh, okay. COVID, rain, and marshmallow squares. And I know marshmallow squares is two words. That's but two words, yeah. It's whatever. Okay, so a couple days before we were going to fly out, my parents went to a Christmas party. Everyone mm-hmm. at this Christmas party got COVID. Oh, no. So my parents tested, and sure enough, they got COVID. So we uh-huh. landed, mm-hmm. and my sister ended up swapping homes with my parents. So my parents oh, went to okay. my sister's condo in Toronto, and my sister came to my parents' house. So, like, you know, Garrett kids and I we could all hang out with my sister yeah and my parents could isolate so yeah we spent Christmas without my parents I honestly felt like the island of misfit toys we were all just Mm kind of like "Um, what do we do like but I'm not gonna lie my sister and my husband cooked the best Christmas meal I've ever had don't tell my parents but it was so fucking good it was better than what your parents would have cooked yes oh what did you (laughs) what did you guys have Garrett's seasoned seasoned the turkey. There we go. There we go. <laughs> it was seasoned to perfection. Yeah. Yeah. So good. I mean, delicious. Mm. My sister made, have you, do you follow, Um, I think her name's like Tiny, that, that chef on TikTok. Is she like a small little black girl? No, she's white. She's like a okay. tiny little white well, then, girl. No, I don't follow her. <laughs> um. Anyways, she makes mac and cheese. So she had this mac and cheese recipe and my sister made it. It was so good. My sister made lefsa, which is just a family tradition. It's like a flatbread. Okay. Stuffing mashed potatoes. It was so good. I love how you also didn't include yourself in the people that cooked. You were very specific that it was your sister and Garrett that did the You cooking. know what? I can give compliments for compliments <laughs> I do. No, no. I was, someone's got to watch the kids. <laughs> of course. You know, it's funny because you sent me a couple of videos too. And I, I, I noticed I didn't see your parents in the no. video. So I guess it explains, did they like have a virtual part of your your holidays or what? How did they do that? Yeah, we FaceTimed them for a bit. They did end up coming home. They tested negative on Boxing Day. Okay. But it was very much so we FaceTimed them a couple of times. And my mom's like, well, your dad tested positive, but I'm going to be testing right after, like right away here. And I'm like, well, if you you two, like you can't just leave dad. Like yeah. if you test negative, like you can't, you two are in this together. You can't just leave him on Christmas. That would be hilarious. You're on your own. I'll see you <laughs> on Boxing Day. <laughs> My dad's like, I guess we're just opening a can of beans for Christmas. I'm like, yeah, yeah. You could have gotten takeout yeah. somewhere. They did. I was going to ask if you guys had like prepared like a, a side plate or like a takeout plate for them. We're not driving all the way into Toronto. 
<laughs> I figured kidding. as much. I just needed to know. But the holidays were good for you, though? Yeah. So they ended up coming back. And so we spent, you know, 10 days with them. And it was mm-hmm. it was great. I saw so many of my friends. And know what was so yeah. nice is my friends really wanted to meet my kids and spend time with my kids. Is that su- surprising for you? I don't know. Like, it was just, no, 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 not like, not surprising. It's just, it's so nice. It's so mm. nice when people want to get to know your kids and you don't have to force it. They want to genuinely hang out with them. And I just, I love that. Yeah, I can attest to that as someone who lives further away from friends and family who have kids. When you get to see them, it's like, of course, embrace it. It's yeah. different because you don't see them very often. Now, if we were neighbors, I wouldn't need to see your kids out all the time because you see <laughs> yeah. them all the time, you know? So yeah, I, yeah. I, I get that. I need to know, did you get Garrett, your husband, did you get this man a gift for Christmas? Yes, I you did. did. Okay. Yes, I did. Thank the Lord. That's where we ended yes. for 2023. What did you get this man? I got him cologne, actually. Nice. Yeah. What, wait, what kind of cologne? You didn't go to like shoppers and just pick something up at last minute, did you? No, I went to the Bay and I got Hugo Boss. Ooh, you love this man. You got him the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, it's actually really nice. I feel like cologne, when you buy cologne though for your significant other, mm-hmm. it's 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 for them, but it's also for you too. Because It's 99% for you because yeah. you are picking the scent that you want them to smell like. <laughs> yes. And every day I'm like, oh my gosh, you smell so good. He's like, well, you picked it out. You I'm picked like, it, yeah. God, I got a good nose. <laughs> Or you just know what you want to smell. <laughs> yeah. What oh, did... I also, I want to just talk about this for a couple of seconds here. Sure. Um, the plane ride going to Toronto, we sat in front of a couple who lived in the town over from us. And okay. they were going home to visit family. And so they had a two-year-old and then the mom and the dad. And the two-year-old made a little peep. And the dad looked at the two-year-old and was like, cut it out. And the two-year-old was just silent. Silent? Just, yeah. And I know a lot of millennial parents would be like, oh my God, well, that means the kid's scared of you. Wouldn't that be nice though, if your kid is just a little bit scared of you? Like, I would love it if Cold was just a little scared of me. A hundred percent. Like, I looked at this dad and I'm like, damn, how did you do that? You're like, teach Teach me your ways. your ways. A hundred percent. Yes. I said this to Kyle with the cats. I said, I I like it when they love me and fear me at the same time. It's a great strategy. Yeah. I I really should have um, got these guys information so that I, he could do a parenting class. Learn for the me. ways. Yeah. That, yes. Well, do you think that you would be the harsher parent or Garrett would have to be the harsher parent? Oh, I think we'd both be. I don't want, you know, one of us to be disciplining. I want both of us to discipline because I would never want one kid to be, you know, when they grow up, be like, oh, dad was an ass or mom was an asshole. Mm-hmm. You know, I want them to be like, to say both th- my parents were th- an asshole. They were both assholes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, what did you also end up getting for Christmas too? So we did Secret Santa with the family. So mm-hmm. my dad got me. So he got me like a tracksuit, like sweatpants and a sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. And you asked then, for Uggs or Boost or something like that? Yeah, but that was out of the budget. So I knew <laughs> I wasn't going to get it. How kind, how kind. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, he got me some hair stuff. And then uh, Garrett got me a Lululemon hoodie and pants. Which Ooh, is nice. So yeah. that was over budget. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What did you get? Kyle got me gift cards to Booster Juice and Lululemon. Apparently, I think my family and Kyle's family thinks that we have terrible taste because we got collectively $250 to go to HomeSense and Marshalls and Winners. And it's very <laughs> kind, but I'm like, I don't know what message y'all are trying to send, but we have nice stuff in the house. No, but I feel like you can easily spend $250 at HomeSense. At least I know I can. 
totally. It's the fact that we got those gifts from three separate entities, my mom, his mom, and his dad. That's and they really didn't talk funny. about it. So shady. And I know That's they're funny. being shady. But um, I also got a new towel set. I got um, more gift cards, chocolate, um, baking, a couple just small stuff here or there because we have so many people in the family. So we did Secret Santa as well, too. Yeah. Yeah. But no, my holidays were really, really good. It was great to see everybody. Um, it was just a lot because there's so many people. So to, it's it's a lot crammed into four days. And Because you went to Edmonton. Yeah. I drove to Edmonton and it was beautiful that the roads were completely clear this time because it hadn't snowed. So it was an easy drive. Um, stayed with my brother. Uh, we had a good time. We also had a delicious macaroni and cheese Uh my brother's girlfriend brought that to a Christmas dinner and it was the big hit because, as you said, it was seasoned properly. And <laughs> yeah. I love my mother. She always puts on a, a big, a big, big, big feast. But I was like, when you can taste seasoned food next to like not seasoned well food, you can tell the difference. And yeah. let me tell you, mother, I love you. You need to put a little bit more salt and other things in your food. Let me tell you. Oh, I feel like you can never tell her that. Oh, I couldn't even tell my mom I didn't like her shoes. I couldn't tell yeah. her anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a really fun holiday season. It was good to see everybody. The kids were happy to see us. They wanted to spend more time with us. I'm like, guys, like, we got to go because we got a five-hour drive back. I said I made a resolution this year to go back to Edmonton more often. You know, five hours isn't that long of a drive. You, you say that because you live in a small town. so you Then I have, have to drive to four drive. hours to Edmonton. Exactly. So it's you're used to that. If you lived in a bigger city like Edmonton mm -hmm. or Calgary, and you had to travel five hours for an event, you know you would not be doing it often. Okay, okay, okay. I get it. Like um, so wait, how would you describe your holidays in three words? Well, wait, wait. First, I need to know, how far is your, your sister's condo from your parents' house? How far is that? Mm, like 40 minutes. And she lives right by the St. Lawrence Market. And y'all didn't even do that for your parents. 40 minutes. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, have you sat in Toronto traffic? I, I've been there, done that. I'm just, I'm giving you perspective right now. I get it. Yeah. Um, my holidays in three words, exhausting, exciting, and dramatic. My plan was to go in there and like, I don't want to say cause a scene. I hear all the drama for the entire year because everybody tells me everything. Mm -hmm. And so then I like to go in there and stir the pot and then leave again. Jamie, I love it. Tell me more. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> well, there's just a couple things that I just, I've heard stories throughout the year. For example, my family is super, super religious. Mm -hmm. And uh, my one sister, I shouldn't even be saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. My one sister, we believe, is like so engulfed in church and religion that we kind of think that it's kind of like a cult mentality. Mm -hmm. And she's getting her house prepped up to sell it because she wants to buy a house on the land that the pastor bought. And I heard about all of this. So then I go up to her and I'm like, so I heard you're selling your house. What's going on? Oh yeah, we're doing all this stuff. And I'm like, for where are you moving to? Oh, it's a surprise. And I'm like, girl, I already know what you're doing. I already yeah. know everything. <laughs> like, well, it's not a secret. So I, you know, I played it cool because I'm like, I didn't want to cause too much drama while I'm here for the holidays. But, you know, I, I, I keep notes and uh, we'll see what happens when I go back to visit again. You know, the sibling dynamic is so interesting because you could literally just be at each other's throats. And then five minutes later, it's like, you want to go get pizza? He's like, yeah. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when there's so many of us yes. that it's like, you know what? We don't have to talk for six months and we'll be good. It doesn't even yeah. matter. Holidays were good, though. I'm looking forward to going back again and 
seeing what drama I can stir up there too. <laughs> Please report back though, because I find it very interesting. It's everyone loves the stories, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> So a UK grandma went viral for a cooking Christmas dinner for her family every single year. But there's a catch. Every person has to pay if they want to eat at her place. She charges per plate, not like a buffet style. And if they don't pay by December 1st, then they're not invited. Now, this year was a little bit more controversial because she did raise the prices a little bit because of the rising cost of food. So her daughters, she was charging them $15.21 per plate. The boys would be $19 per plate, and the kids came in at a very reasonable $3.15 per plate. You know, it's a mini sandwich buffets and turkey dinners and sides, as well as like a nut roast and four desserts and a full buffet on the 26th. This went viral because people had a lot of opinions on this. How do you feel about it? <laughs> I feel like when you host... Mm -hmm. It just comes with hosting. Don't host if you're going to charge people. I'm so like, I can understand, you know, maybe she's older. She's on, you know, social you security. Know, yeah. You're maybe mm -hmm. you're not making enough money, but then, then it's maybe pass the torch to someone else. Maybe it's time mm -hmm. for one of your kids to step in and cook, or maybe you can go over to your kid's house and help them prepare the meal. I just think it's so tacky. You're charging or just don't cook the whole meal. You maybe just to cook the turkey and then ask your kids and their to, families to bring, to bring sides. Like mm -hmm. I, it's a lot of work cooking a whole Christmas dinner. And especially if you this woman's probably in her 70s or 80s, like I get that that's a lot of work. Yeah. So but don't, but don't charge. I just think that's very very tacky. Okay, I I totally get where you're coming from. I totally get it. On the flip side though, I think about my mom who cooked literally the entire Christmas dinner minus the mac and cheese. I think it would be a really cool thing to be able to go to somebody's house mm -hmm. and not have to worry about cooking or cleaning or anything. And if I gave you 20 bucks to cover my portions of food and you do everything, I'm like, you know what? It's not a bad deal, especially because the cost of everything is so much more. My mother preparing food for 25 people easily will cost her hundreds of dollars. Hundreds. Yeah, yeah. She's not asking for that. But if that became a thing, I personally wouldn't have a problem with that. So I, I understand where they're coming from. Yeah. But I, I think at the same time, if you don't pay, you're not invited. I'm like, well, it's not a restaurant. If I want to go to a restaurant, then I would just go to a restaurant then. Right. I also think too, like as a parent, all you want to do is feed your kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think I can definitely see your mom being like, I don't, I feel like if you gave your mom money, she would be offended. Oh yeah, she'd give it back to me. Yeah, or, she'd be like, "No, this is my job as your or mom." Or she'd ask for you. more money. She's like, "Twenty <laughs> is not enough. I need 40. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This meal is not cheap. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, this is in the in the UK, so we are talking in uh, pounds. So maybe things are way like they are more expensive there. But I I'm not as offended by it. I get it, but I also couldn't see anyone that I know charging anybody to do it. No, neither. Maybe that's her way of saying, I don't want you to come to my house for Christmas anymore. <laughs> I, maybe it's her way of being like, can someone else do this? Because yeah. I am sick. I'm 85 years old. I don't want to be cooking. Anymore. I'm done with this. Yeah. yeah. Because if you had the opportunity to host Christmas at your house and you guys had to do all the cooking and cleaning, would you rather do that? Or would you rather go to someone else's house and be a, a guest? 
you know what Garrett and I love hosting you know you know how many like events and parties and stuff we've hosted like you've this come over true. to our house like we we actually genuinely like to host people at our house yeah so we've always said that we would love to host Garrett's side of the family for mm-hmm. Christmas Easter for the holidays but our house is just not big enough because his family right. is huge it's so huge. Mm-hmm. I would love to get a bigger house <laughs> <laughs> so that we could host more people. But what's great about his family is everyone brings something. Right. They don't have to, you know, make the entire Do everything. Meal. Yeah. yeah. And to be fair, I came to your events before you had kids and before you went to bed at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. So that was a little different. Oh, <laughs> Jamie, it's that time of year again. Lake Superior State University has revealed its top 10 banished words. The annual list highlights words and phrases that have been misused or overused over the past year. Honestly, this is my favorite time of the year because I can already guess at least half the words on this list because people around me say it way too often and it drives me nuts. Okay, do you have any any words that you think that are on this list? Definitely. The word slay. Yes. Every yeah. single person around me says slay for the smallest things. Oh, you got your hair done. Oh, slay. I dropped off a, a drink. Slay. I'm like, that's not a slay. That's, yeah. Ugh, drives me nuts. I don't know if lit is on the list, but it should be. Same with fire. So slay is on the list. Okay. Uh, lit and fire are not, but I feel like fire should. Absolutely. Everybody says that, and I hate it. But okay, go. Yeah. Count it down for me. Okay, okay. Uh, number 10 is wait for it. Oh, yes. It's always on like Instagram videos or like, oh, yeah, wait for this. It's going to happen. And then it's like the most anticlimactic thing ever. Yeah, I know. Uh, number nine is side hustle. Okay, I use this one still a lot too because I always got some sort of scam or side hustle going on. <laughs> number eight is obsessed. I feel like I say that a lot. Obsessed. Yeah, I was going to say this word makes me think of you. Yeah. Uh, number seven, <laughs> cringeworthy. No, I don't say that. No, but that I say was cringe. Yeah, it's the same I do thing. Say cringe. Yeah. Um, iconic. No, I don't can, say that. No, can I tell you that that phrase is so overused? People say iconic about things that are not iconic. You know what? All these words kind of remind me of Paris Hilton. Number five, <laughs> I feel like she says these words all the time. Number mm-hmm. five is slay. Number four Thank is you. riz. Okay. I've never heard anyone say this. I've heard of that because it's a short form for charisma. I've heard of that before, but I've never heard anybody say that word. But you shouldn't say that word. It's stupid. (laughs) Number three is at the end of the day. I have a friend who says that all the time. And he's been saying it for like 10 years. (laughs) Number two is impact. This one's interesting because it also made the list in 1990. Oh, impacted. Okay. So it got brought back. Yes. Yes. And number one is hack. Cleaning hack, this hack, food hack, all these yeah. things. I'm like, it's not a hack. It's fine because we know these words come and go and ebbs and flows and whatever is popular now is going to come back. And I sound like such an old person, but it's because I hate the way some people talk to me nowadays. Mm-hmm. I'm around yeah. like 21 year olds and they're just like, yo, man, that's lit. Fire. Talk whatever to- happened to sick? That's so sick. Uh, did you ever say that? Yo, my God, in high school, that's so sick all the time. I feel like because I went to school in Alberta, like when we were teenagers and everything, like we did this phase where we called each other like sluts and lesbians. And like that was our insult. Don't be such a lesbian. You're such a slut. You know, like that was our our terms back then. Okay. Remember the phrase that's so gay? Yeah. That was such a big one. 
like mm-hmm. in high school everyone was that's so gay and now if you were to say that like no one says that anymore like no. that is like one that i don't think will ever come back no same with the word retarded when people use it oh, yeah. as instead of saying stupid I, yeah. the word gay to it, it hillary duff did a commercial about that and that's what i ever think about every time yes <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah right yeah, yeah. See, like, and I'm fine with those words and those phrases go like going away because it had a different impact. Mm-hmm. Saying slay, you can just go away. You can yeah. go. I need to hear it anymore. Slay. If you started slay. saying that, I would actually stop talking. <laughs> I feel like I don't say it enough. I, it's not part of my, you know, rotation in my words. Maybe. As it shouldn't be. <laughs> you are in your 30s. <laughs> slay. Tell me about your clubbing days. Were you a big partier back in the day? Jamie, I was you know, typical millennial girl, minus 20, waiting outside the bar in a mini skirt, no jacket, mm-hmm. high heels, ready to go, taking five shots of vodka before we'd go to the bar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I was, oh, big into the club scene. In university, up until I pretty, pretty much moved to Alberta, <laughs> up until like 25. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh, yeah. All the time. Oh, my gosh. I couldn't (laughs) even imagine you doing that now. (laughs) No. Oh, my God. I loved going to the clubs. Did you like going for like dancing or meeting guys or? Okay. Yeah. Like with my girlfriends and stuff. Oh, my. We would rent limos and limos would take us from Mississauga to Toronto. Are you serious? Yes. Damn. We partied hard. Okay. Like one summer, we went to this one club, honestly, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, every single weekend for four months straight, like all summer. Yeah. They probably knew you by name. They didn't even ID you anymore. Yeah. It was, it was, it was insane. Yeah. Could you see yourself doing that now? Absolutely not. In any capacity? No. I don't think I could go to a club. I really don't. Like the music, it's too much yeah it's too much Uh, the last time i went to a club it was in toronto when i went with my friend and i'm not even kidding i felt so old in the club and and look at us we look great but i'm like i swear i swear everyone here is like 19 or 20 yeah and i'm like i am a predator right now in the club it is terrible so my one friend last summer, she was like, do you want to come? When I was back at home, she was like, do you want to mm-hmm. come to the club for my like cousin's birthday? I'm like, you know, no. She's like, it's 35 plus. I'm like, stop. <laughs> this club is for 35 plus. I'm like, we're not even 35 yet. She's like, yeah, but like we can get in. I was like, I can't. I can't. No. This is your future. No, 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 no. Okay. Well, this is going to be perfect for you. Now, there's a New York City event that is going viral because it's all about the early start time. So the club night is being promoted to millennials and it goes from 6 p.m. until 10 p.m. And then it's over. So their slogan is you can go have a fun night and be home in bed by 11 o'clock. Honestly, I love it. Does that not sound like the best idea? You know what? I went to a wedding a couple like a couple months ago and mm-hmm. it was an a Sunday afternoon wedding. I was in bed by eight. It was <laughs> I was over. And the, the event was literally over at like six thirty, seven o'clock. It was like yeah. an early supper at like four. Mm-hmm. What a time to be alive. Amazing. Amazing. I think, I think yeah, there, there's not a part of me that really enjoys staying up late and like just for the sake of being up. 
I want to do my activities and have fun and then be home at a respectable hour. Even if I'm home and I'm awake, it's different, but I don't want to be out doing things when nothing is going on. You know what I mean? You know what? Garrett and I went to a wedding last month and Mm -hmm. again, it was an afternoon wedding, but we were home at 9 p.m. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, well, now what do we do? Because I'm like, we got to go to bed now. I'm like, we can't start a movie. I can't be up until 11 midnight. Like, are you crazy? Kind of just, you know, I, we have to go to bed. I feel like this club is going to be perfect for you. (laughs) I'll be the first one in line. How often do you brush your teeth? Twice a day. Don't look at me with the attitude. I'm just asking a question. (laughs) How many times are you supposed to brush? Don't tell me there's some study that's like, we need to be brushing our teeth five times a day because I don't have to. No, that's terrible for the enamel. But I know like I brush my teeth twice a day, sometimes three times because it depends on I brush my teeth and then I'll have candy and then I might have to brush my teeth again. Um, There's a dentist that was going viral because she was saying that sometimes it's more harmful to brush your teeth in these three situations. So one, right after you throw up, right after you're having breakfast, and right after you've eaten a bunch of sweets. So apparently there's a lot of acid that builds up in your mouth after those situations and brushing your teeth could make it worse for you at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I just said that phrase at the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) I think it would be weird to not brush your teeth after you throw up. I mean, I'm not throwing up often, but uh, when I was pregnant with Cole and Celine, I threw up for like 20 weeks straight. Constantly, um, yeah. I, I had to brush my teeth after because it was just, it was, and then the brushing my teeth made me gag and throw up again. So, <laughs> um, but also I do like, I've seen those um, TikTok videos and stuff where mm-hmm. dentists say when you wake up, you should brush your teeth first instead of e- eating breakfast and then brushing your teeth but mm-hmm. i'm the type of person that i need to go to work with a clean mouth yeah of course i don't know like I, I i wake up and i drink my coffee i eat my breakfast then i gotta brush my teeth yeah i would do the i will never change that honestly i think it's fine like yesterday was my day off of everything i didn't brush my teeth until 7 p.m and i didn't even care okay like- <laughs> i was like get in there get in there <laughs> I was chilling, doing my thing. And I went to the dentist recently and they said, you have really nice teeth. You have a lot of cavities, but it's not because of the sweets. It's because it's your genetics. You are just prone to get cavities. Mm -hmm. And I said, great. That's why the bedside table is stocked of candy. I'm like, if I'm going to go down, I'm going to go down and swing it anyway. It doesn't even matter at this point. You do have really nice teeth, though. Thank you. I hear it all the time. And it's always nice to be like, you know what? Dentist says I'm still good to go. Oh my gosh! No way! Say what? This can't be real. This is a real shitty situation. A Dunkin' Donuts customer in Florida filed a lawsuit against the company after he was injured by an exploding toilet. Oh my god. He was gosh. using the to- I know. He was <laughs> using the toilet when it completely exploded, leaving him covered in human feces, urine, and debris. When he asked for help from workers and the store's manager, an employee told him that they were aware of the problem with the toilet since there had been previous incidents. He claims he suffered bodily injury and has required counseling since this has happened in January of 2022. He is seeking about $100,000. What does that mean? They're aware of the problem because it's happened before. 
Yeah. Do they have exploding toilets in Dunkin' Donuts normally? That is disgusting. Yeah, that's gag worthy. Okay, that makes me wonder, like, was he covered in his own feces or somebody else's? Honestly, you would hope that he just took a giant dump and mm-hmm. it was his. Yeah, because that would somehow make it a little bit better. But Do you I think feel he like... got pink eye in both of his eyes? Uh, he's got pink everything, I swear. <laughs> this is a rare situation where I actually believe that $100,000 would not be enough compensation for this. Man, because that is so gross and yeah. of course it happened in florida and we all know those people in florida that water sewage system is filled with something nasty up in there this man deserves a million dollars oh my god and just the <laughs> donuts and coffee that's ex- that's what i'm saying like that is not yeah. a great combination for those no, toilets and dunkin donuts and you know i don't know if you ever use public restrooms I do my best not to use them. But imagine this happens in public, not in your own house, but in public, and you gotta get in your car or anywhere else. And then, oh my gosh. You'd have to strip naked. And then you stink with feces. Oh my gosh. Give this man $2 million. (laughs) (laughs) He's gonna win. He is. There's no defense, especially because they said, we're aware of this problem. Yeah. Exploding toilets and Dunkin' Donuts. Crazy. They're screwed. And now it's time for Five Random 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 Facts. Frederick Bauer, the inventor of Pringles, was buried in a Pringles can. I'm assuming he was cremated and put into a Pringles can. (laughs) (laughs) Cleveland, Ohio was once the fifth largest city in the USA back in the 1920s. It was the spot to be behind Detroit, Philadelphia, Chicago, and New York City. Cleveland, Ohio. Why would you ever want to live, live in Cleveland? People used to eat arsenic to improve their skin back in the day. Just... Okay. (laughs) Japan has one vending machine for every 40 people. That's a lot of vending machines. They also have vending machines for, like, underwear and everything. That would help the guy from Dunkin' Donuts, actually. Yes. Slay. (laughs) Oh, no, don't. Don't do that. Don't do that. (laughs) Uh, Dead skin cells are the main ingredient in household dust. Gross. So it's just a little bit of you and your family just floating around everywhere, actually. Mm, oh, nice. love that. This has been today's edition of... One, two, three, four, five. Random. 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 Facts. I know the answer to this already, but did you make any resolutions for 2024? Absolutely not, but I did stay up until midnight. Did you really? Yes, I did. And oh I was my. ready to go. I was ready to party. I stayed up until one and I actually had to force myself to go to sleep. I was like, no, like you're going to be up in an hour. Yeah. So go to sleep. What What did you do that you were up on New Year's? Um, Two of my friends came over. Garrett mm-hmm. was obviously there. We ordered in the Mandarin Chinese mm-hmm. food. Yep. I also bought a cake from Baskin Robbins and we just ate and drank. That sounds and lovely. It was amazing. <laughs> we played games. It was so fun. And you were, uh, I'm I'm just shocked that maybe it's because of the time difference between Ontario and Alberta. Yeah, maybe. But, but it was great. It was such a fun night. What'd you do? Uh, I had plans that I was supposed to go to. And then I was working uh Cactus Club. And then I was supposed to be done at 8.30. And it ended up being done at 11.45. So I went home raging. I was like full of rage. Uh, yes. And the manager knew. So they bought me dinner again. And I was like, this it will be the first of many dinners that you buy me. And then I went home and I'm like, Happy New Year, Kyle. And then I ate and went to bed. 
great Happy start to the year. year. Yeah, I know. Great start to the year. It's all good. I, I ended up giving them my notice anyway, so it's fine. You're like, peace. I won that award and I'm out. <laughs> Employee of the year, right? Employee of the year, yeah. <laughs> all good. Well, welcome back. We're going to do it again, hopefully next week, and go from there. See you later. Bye.